You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. You trying to be what now? Sweet in the new year. You trying to be sweet into the new year? Why not? Because Kim is a bitch. He just, no, he just said, he just said, shut your ass up. Because <laughs> he know the deal. <laughs> he know Kim. That's why I'm like, like, what is she talking about? Thanks so much, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Ooh, I am, I'm hurt, but let's... <laughs> <laughs> I am I am hurting right now I'm I am I'm I'm still feeling it and I am hurting but I'm gonna make it through so let's mm-hmm. wait it's breaking up this is good. you said what now I feel like it's breaking up I'm breaking up or are you Talk breaking a- up your headphones I feel like again you're, you're gro- I, I hear you breaking up Kim me yeah, yeah you're breaking I'm, up I'm breaking up all because you want to be you want to be laid back in a hammock yeah, I'm in the bed. Hello. <laughs> One, two, three. Check, 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 check. All check. right, here we go. Let's go. Okay. There's only one place to learn the latest. There's only one place to hear the greatest. There's only one place for your information. It's the Awkward Podcast. All right, it's a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We're ready to hit our mark and we're ready to do it right now. I'm Drew Shade. I'm Aguzi Ayahu. And I'm Kim Exum. Hey. And we are ready to go off book right now, y'all. Let's do it. Woo! Uh, oh, God, my throat. <laughs> why, would I, why would I attempt to do that knowing? <laughs> Woo! That, that's, that just wasn't now. Um, Yo, I'm not feeling well. So we're trying. We're trying. I, we're I, like this is the third day that we've attempted to record our episode. It's been after the holidays. We've had a slow, you know, slow start. Not really slow start to to uh, the new year, but a slow start to doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, trying to find the adjustment in uh, the scheduling and in the weather. Because listen, you know, weather will dictate whether or not you want to get up and do some at all but we knew that um after taking a break last week for the holiday um that we had a little leave room to to record an episode this week so um it's the first episode of the year y'all hey Yay. today yeah. is january yeah. 5th wednesday january 5th uh this episode is gonna catch us up on a lot because we've been gone for like two weeks so but first let's talk with y'all about what y'all been doing me i've been sick Cause I got the booster and I've been outside without no scarf on like an idiot. Mm. So I think I'm sick. I don't mm. have COVID. Thank God. Mm. Um, but I just got exposed to COVID. So I might have it. Mm. I might have it. Somebody just called me yesterday saying that they, you know, tested positive for COVID. And I said, well, and they said it too. Like you need to go get tested. Like, I'm like, Oh my goodness. This is, this is getting stuck. People are getting serious for real about it. Like, I mean, they've been serious and they should have been serious, but like when people are calling you like sort of downtrodden, mm-hmm. like it's a STD, I want to go get tested. Like he, he was serious about it. Down, <laughs> not like it's an STD. <laughs> no, downtrodden. for real. They do though. You they might like, want to go call. get tested. Yeah, they be whispering, talking about some. Uh, I just wanted to call and let you know that. Um, Lord. <laughs> I'm triggered. I'm triggered. <laughs> And Guzzy has might call you like that before. Tell us some, I just uh, I've gotten that call before. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I've gotten that call before. Um, so I tested positive for this. So I just want to let you know. Uh, yeah. I go, all right. And you go, okay, thanks for telling me. <laughs> and you go make with your transparency and you get your ass to a clinic and, and you then know, shame them. You, right? you, do what you gotta do. You shame said you shame them. them? You and then shame? you shame them. No, you don't shame them. <laughs> no, you don't so shame like, people. Then you shame them. No, you no. don't shame them. <laughs> okay. No, you cannot do that. You can. Um, I mean, you can, but it's not right. It's not the way. It's not the way. Right, we're living, in, like, we're living in a time of... You know, <laughs> <laughs> Lord, yeah. I have the vid. I'm recovering from the vid. 
Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never heard it like that before. The vid. Oh, the vid? The big 19? Whatever. Well, my, I called my dad the other day. He said, you know what all this COVID out here? Co- COVID? <laughs> like cognac? <laughs> Come on, COVID. Oh, my God. You know, my dad is country. Like COVID? My dad is country as hell. He is putting a C on the end of that. COVID. Well, black it's not COVID. It's COVID. Like Omicron is Amarion? But that's like... That's like a joke. I can get that. Yeah, I can get the joke. But no, he was dancing. No, he he's this serious. Co- this COVID nineteen out here. I said, Dad, it's called what? COVID. Well, that's. I said, else. Dad, COVID or COVID. You know what I'm trying to say? It's COVID. Oh. You know, so, Dad, you can't you can't mix COVID and Vicks vapor up in the same and oh. think that's gonna be. Can't you? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what he's doing. Apparently, you can. Yeah, right. <laughs> You can do whatever you want. But Anything yeah, so, you want. Yeah, so I'm not feeling too well because I got my booster, but I should be okay. But I shouldn't be okay because it hasn't been two weeks since I got my booster. So I don't know if I'm going to have COVID and then I would have to get another booster or do I have the booster? And- no, it doesn't matter. You can still get, it doesn't matter if you're boosted or not. Like you can get COVID regardless. But you know, they're not letting people get the booster if they have COVID. Yeah, if you, yeah, I mean, it's within, within 90 days. COVID and contagious. Yeah, you shouldn't be walking into spaces. Because you you technically are, um, would be immune for minimal, a minimum of 90 days. No. So you wouldn't need the additional uh, antibodies because you already have them in your body. Got you. Okay. Well, you know, we still going, we just going to figure it out as we go along. Yeah. I'll get tested sometime, you know, this probably the next day or two. Mm-hmm. Um and figure it out. But after we get done recording the show, I'm going back to bed. Well, what about y'all? What are y'all doing? What's been going on with y'all in this new mm-hmm. year? Did y'all make any wishes? Did y'all do anything for New Year's? I went to a party. Well, bought, like, well I, that's I had... why you have ex- exposure. Yeah, I went to my bathtub and had some bubble bath and some shea butter and some candles. Oh yeah, you went to Frank's party, didn't you? I did go to Frank's party. It yeah, was, Malika was told me she saw you. Oh yeah, I forgot I saw Malika. I was drunk by that mm-hmm. point, but yes, I did see her. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great time. I mean, because I had a bottle of Hennessy. I had table service, you know. Come on, you better get a bottle. Me and my friend, um, me and my friend Jerry Johnson um, hung out that night. I know, and she's so great. She's pretty amazing. Jerry Johnson (laughs) uh, is on the new show, Harlem on Prime, we've been talking about here. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh. uh, The the lesbian, the short hair Yes, I was like, which? Yes. (laughs) The one you cannot forget. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and Jerry went out and uh, had a, just an extraordinary time. I also made some some collard greens and some black eyed peas and some cornbread and stuff to have on the stove. And so I made us plates of that, and we came. I just back learned the this club tradition and, that this New Year's black tradition that black eyed peas is a thing on New Year's Day. I didn't know. Oh, about that. you yes, have to have it's them. Definitely a thing. I I didn't have them because well, first of all, I don't like black eyed peas. But second of all, how do, if you um, like any type of other bean, how do you not like black eyed peas? I don't know. Maybe they were overcooked as a child. I don't know. You, I just, you need money. to retry them. Try to cook them. If you like any but, type of bean, they're just like a plain bean. It's just I like tried like to beans. get, I really only like black beans like or baked beans or like kidney beans in chili. Oh, but, so you like beans with sauce. So maybe you just need to put a sauce on it. Oh, well, I was going to make like some Hoppin' John, but. Beans. You said my what, Igazi? The Nigel style? Who? The way my mom does it? I mm-hmm. got you. I got you. Well, I, they were not at Whole Foods. The Blacks came to Whole Foods and they wiped it out. There was no collards. There was no There were no Black. There was no cornbread mix. There was only cornmeal. I I barely found a a, a bag of Black Eyed Peas and I found them in another aisle. And it's like the big $10 bag too, because it was like, huge like somebody put them back they're like we don't need this many peas and they right put them, <laughs> and i had and no put them next to the chicken yeah <laughs> well no at least you have them for the next few years yes <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna keep the beans that long i'm gonna try to keep you know make i don't more, think but... beans go bad they no, don't like uh-uh no, the dry no. beans they don't yeah, yeah they're, they're not they're like not canned yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, okay mm-hmm. You're good. They're non-perishable. Okay. I guess. Well, and, and I also I had to cook so fast because I had to go shopping that day and found something to find something to wear. And then by the time I got home with all my groceries and my clothes and stuff, I also be meeting Jerry at her house at nine o'clock. It wasn't. I didn't get home till like seven thirty, so I just started cooking immediately. Like, and didn't what her real apartment stuff. look like? Her her real apartment. It's cute. She living actually right on. Um, and what? It's like let me not. <laughs> 
address. Open that can of worms oh, again. Oh shit! Yeah, right. <laughs> well, we talking about your uh the crack. Right, <laughs> because well, I mean, she's, right I mean, she's re- she's around. She's around. She's, she's right little, around. She's she like, around. Well, no, I mean, I'm walking up to her door. Um, a crackhead. You know, I had a I had my headphones in, but a crackhead came up to me and says, "Excuse me, sir," because I still had on my suit from the night before. I was doing the walk of shame, and I was walking to Jerry House, and I had on my clothes from the night before, and it was like two o'clock the next day because mm-hmm. we didn't go to bed till eight a.m. I didn't wake up till like one or two, so. Walking to Jerry's house, I have my suit on from New Year's Eve, and it's a cute floral suit. I had a cute little suit on that I found. Um, and a crackhead come chase me down the street, tell me some, excuse me, sir, excuse me. You know, I got my headphones in, so I just do what New Yorkers do. I act like I cannot hear her. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, and I keep going. And by the time I actually do hear her, she's cussing me out, saying, I was trying to play you a compliment. This is my motherfucking block. This is what? my, how dare you? I was what? talking to you, and you were like just cussing me out. And I said, oh, okay, girl. <laughs> okay, girl, and I buzzed Kenny. that buzzer and went on upstairs. I know that's right. But yeah, she is right in the right in the thick of it, like you are. Into the thick of it, child. We all on here on these. Uh, I'm telling but you, you know, in like, my Harlem series. You know, Harlem got like that part of it. Harlem, Harlem be Harlem, and then it got that one building that's gentrified with a doorman. That's kind of like what my building. We don't have a doorman, but it is obviously gentrified. Like my building is like brownstone, yeah. brownstone, and then you're like, what is this modern? eyesore of a structure like it just don't go with the rest of the block but you know it's it's still a nice neighborhood like if you just don't be on 125th if you go in behind (laughs) it you go into the into the it is not a no it is not still a nice neighborhood on 125th still has and even more so i think like Post, yeah, post. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You gotta go behind Closer to the train. It. Oh, you gotta go. You gotta behind. go 126, and you gotta go over to Fifth, in between Fifth and like Park. <laughs> you know, you third, gotta right. be into the depths of Harlem, where there's nothing but homes and people with dogs, because the crack isn't in there. The crack is on 125th. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I cannot. And the fact that you sent us a video, I said, did she get permission from a documentary? That man was so I took the video because A, well, he was he was on heroin, but mm-hmm. A, he was leaning so far down, and B, his hair, his baldness looked like a bald cap. It was so smooth, like there was not a follicle insight though it was burnt off not to admire the man his head i was just like god dang he's he's real this real cue ball but it's just a day in the life you know we just be walking to our little six-figure jobs taking videos of the crackheads well i mean I did like that. white people yeah the other day I, I had to pick up a dollar for a gentleman who was dropping it and he was also sleep standing up at the same time and i said hey bro he said oh, oh that's mine that's my dollar that's the first thing he said when he woke up. I said, "Yeah, come on, bro, get up, let's go." It, it, it's it is it is pretty bad. It's real bad. It's real bad. It's yeah. okay though. Let, let let them. They do their drugs and they don't bother me none. I mean, they bother their presence bothers me, but they don't be bothering me. So <laughs> Kim said, "Bring back the police." <laughs> that was a private conversation. <laughs> Y'all know y'all voted for Eric Adams. (laughs) Y'all know y'all voted for him in the primary. Y'all was like secretly like, no, no. I did not vote for that man. Miss Kim, it's fine. It's fine. If you live on the if you live on the block, then you understand. You You was in the bathtub for the New Year, Kim. What was you doing for the New Year, child and your husband? (laughs) Oh, I made I made gumbo. I can cook, Ooh. y'all. I really can. You made cook. gumbo and then invite us. Seafood gumbo. Yeah, did you ask me if I needed anything? When I had COVID. I, said, I did. You you asked for pies. I did not have extra pies. My mom made a sweet potato pie and an apple pie. I did not have any extra pies, but I did make some gumbo. Um, it was really, it was, it was really good. And then I made some because I didn't have no collard greens, mm-hmm. y'all. I made rainbow chard huh? as collard greens. It actually huh? worked. Yeah, so it actually worked pretty well. So, um, but aren't they all like really wilted, like charred? No, yeah, you char- no. The thing is, you can't, you cannot cook it for as long as collard greens. It cooks what, down yeah. very quickly, very fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you would. So basically, I made the broth, the bait, the I guess the pot liquor first. Mm-hmm. 
um, and then added the the Swiss chard, but I cut them up like greens and it's pretty, pretty similar, except it just doesn't cook as, it doesn't take as long Mm -hmm. to cook them down. They're not as hard as a green, like a collard or a kale or whatever. But anyway, that's what I did because again, the blacks came and they bought whole foods out. They said, I mean, even on Thanksgiving, there was still greens left. They said not for New Year. Not for the New Year. Mm -mm. Nope. They took took all the stuff. Yeah. They took all the collars. But it was a pretty good substitute. And then I know I I hung up with my mom and Ezzy and Eric. He worked, but he came back at like 11 and and that was it. And and I had two glasses of champagne and had a headache the next day. So I don't know what alcohol is doing in my body, but my body is not, it's just not with it no more. It just don't Mm. mm -mm, we we not friends right now. So I feel that. But that's all I did. And then I went to work on New Year's Day and did 50 billion two show days. <laughs> 50 billion. Which cause you had like three, four, five two Child, show days it was, like that. It was like two show, two show, two show, one show off. Yeah, two show, like two like show off. Schedules. The shows that were open really were like yeah, holiday schedule is it, holiday I mean, schedule is nuts. Yeah. And we had a decent one. Like at least we were off New Year's Eve, and at least we were off. New uh Christmas Eve and Christmas mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. There's people who shows on don't Christmas, no shows day, on yeah. all that don't get nothing for real. You know, they get they might have a matinee on Christmas and they get Christmas afternoon is off. That but the case, or is that because like they're trying to like scream it like squeeze in a bunch of shows in case people get COVID? No, that's always been the case. How no, that's always been the case. Yeah, there's not nothing it's, to play with. Long running shows, at least I think long running shows typically have better off days. Because they're like, okay, they don't need to hustle for the holiday. But I remember like when Color Purple, like Color Purple had a a show Christmas Day. Mm. Like the newer, you know, newer shows or shows that have just gotten on, they tend to work a lot more during them them holidays. Mm. Because it's a a big chance to recoup investment. Mm -hmm. And Guzzy, how was that bathtub for the new year? Um, it was the shit. I was recovering from the vid. Um, I just literally just watched. I finished TV. I finished every show that ever showed <laughs> <laughs> was ever made. If you wanted my review, I can review on every single show ever. The bad ones, the good ones, the white ones, the black ones, the Korean ones. <laughs> um, I finished that shit. Um, but it was good. Um, and then it kind of like once the the vid got out of my body, I saw some shows. And then I also was like, oh, this is also just um, because it took me out for a while. Mm. Even when I didn't have it anymore, I was like, oh, let me and I'm turning 40 this year. So I was like, all right, let me actually like get my health together. So like this top of the year and of the year was also like doctors, blood tests, womanness, getting all my shit checked out. So like for me, that's my sort of my New Year's like, oh, yeah, like get your get your health together. So don't assume that you are in good health. So oh, that's, like what, that. that's what this year has been. Has It's been mostly like, yeah, I take Do my blood. Look up my mm-hmm. punan. See what's going on in there. You know, Look up that. your punan. I mean, there's nothing more um, clearing than a pap smear. There's nothing more. Oh, yeah. I love. <laughs> I mean, I don't love getting them, but I, yeah. I'd be like, I need to get. Yeah, it's like Look there's nothing more humbling than somebody ultrasounding your I get them I think I get them every there used to be every year now they're every three but I think Look I still up. go like every year <laughs> and we're both just unfazed like <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they do that's what they do yeah, yeah. they put that thing that clamp in there they go oh, okay Ooh. all right they yeah. swab that cervix okay amen yeah, cervix so, swab, y'all. so you know for our puna having uh people you know like you know if it's time like get your shit checked out and and you know stay healthy and you know and for my mans get your colon checked look get your balls checked when do y'all have to do that but your colon you don't have to do that until when well now it's 35 now, yeah, yeah no, now, now it's 35 yeah now they now before i think it used to be 40 or over i think it was like 45 and over and i think maybe mm-hmm. now it's 40 i don't maybe think it's 35 i know it moved down like five yeah years. moved down like five years yeah okay so yeah so it's like anybody like 40 and over yeah so y'all need, need to start check. getting it done probably as soon as Cause the black men be dying real early. Like, how did he die? It was his colon. It was his colon. What is in the colon that is cancerous? It's It's your. It's the. It's you get. I mean, your shit. So it's like your a bunch of bacteria and toxins and shit get caught up in there. And if it ain't acting Mm -hmm. right, then it can get you get polyps on it, and Mm -hmm. then 
it can become cancerous. That my grandfather mm. had colon cancer and died. He was like set in his seventies, but and it's also it can be a long, drawn out cancer too. Yeah. Mm. So you know, get yourselves checked out in the new year, y'all. Yeah, I'll be yeah. trying to get all my toxins out of there. I mean, you can go get a, a colonic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do like when they when they I guess when you get the colon cleanse because I remember my dad told me this they had to go through they got to do the whole it's a whole fucking mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it on TV sometimes where they do the, the colon. I want to get mine done. Get it out. I, I just flee. Flee? Flee. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you got all know. these gay friends, you don't know what a fleet is. No, I don't know. They don't be over, they don't be like, Kim, let me just sit down and tell you the Google Google the fleet. Fucking details. Do I want to Google fleet? All right, let's go. Fleet like a fleet in the army? Like a ship? Like the navy? In the navy or like how do you spell it? Fleet like beat or fleet like? Oh, beat. it's like a. Oh, it's an enema. Oh, it's just it's an enema. Okay. Enema. Okay. Look at us. Look at That's us. If they, okay, if you want to say enema. Oh. Say years old. But it's a brand. We but we you call a fleet. You say you fleet. Yeah. Because it's a brand of. It's a bl- yeah, brand. Yeah. It's of just blood, it's just part of what you do but no i'm saying that gets that gets the stuff out of your colon do you hear me got it so you can do what you gotta do well it, it wouldn't be your colon it would just be your ass hole like your hole which like is connected it, to the colon hole but you would need more a colon is more invasive you can't get all that out with an enema oh that's why you fill the bottle up a couple times <laughs> <laughs> please leave me alone wow. and there you have it well uh... <laughs> okay we have gone all the way off book let's get back on (laughs) Um, all right y'all like we've done uh it's time to move on to the hot topics we love to talk about so much it's so now it's time for hot topics all right kim are you still distraught I mean, I'm not. I'm glad that everyone's cleaning their asshole. Well, not everybody. <laughs> I mean, not I would hope. I mean, listen, if I were, if we and, put and it, to the young gays, take that I, saline out of there. Don't use that saline. That will destroy your inner lining. It will just. You can't use that like to regularly clean yourself out. You really shouldn't be you using use? it at all because it destroys the inner lining of your your anal. So, wall. what do you use? Warm water. You boil it first, so it's, it's warm it's, water. Boil it. Why would you need to boil the water? <laughs> to sanitize the water. If you can't, if you're not supposed to use tap water with a damn sinus rinse, I would assume you can't use it for your asshole. That's well, well, the water should already be like sort of hot, but like you know, warm enough. No, you don't need to boil, boil it. Boil it. Um, I mean, <laughs> you, you wouldn't boil. Should... You wouldn't boil it, and you know, you boil it, you <laughs> right. let it cool off, sanitize and then you... the water. Sure. No, ain't nobody doing all that. Um, okay. All right. Okay. You should not use, you know, water regularly to clean yourself out on the inside. No. Um, but using water is not going to hurt you. Okay. Um, you know. Well, I didn't know that the saline solution destroyed the lining of the ass. You know, yeah. if I engaged in anal arts, and, al- then- and also makes you more perceptible to uh, disease. What? Oh, the saline? The saline, yeah, because it, it thins the wall, so you, you're more perceptible to rip or to, um, you know, get a hemorrhoid or get, you know, something. Yeah, this is not, this is not something I want to participate yeah. in. Well, it's the, you know. It's, I mean, it's confirming for me because I've always, I'm like, you know, would I do it? Would I? Would what, I do anal? Yeah, and I just haven't. I, I, I haven't, and this, this makes, it confirms to me that it's not for me. Mm, well, it's, it's just as me. complicated. I mean, I shouldn't say just as. No, it's not. It is it's not, not just. For those of us who have both, it's not as complicated. I mean, it can be complicated, you know, yeah. because you can, there's a, there's a pH balancing that has to happen and blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. And some people just don't vibe with your whatever. But mm. like, I don't gotta like, you know, um, you know, clean it out with a, like, you know, we don't do shit anymore. Well, you so, don't put your, yeah. you don't put soap on your pussy, do you? Uh, not on the inside of it. But yeah, that's what I I'm saying. Like you have to be mindful of how you clean it, right? Yes, but but for 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 a life purpose, not necessarily a sex purpose. Sex is life. Self-cleaning. 
sex is life deep I mean, I must be dead because i haven't had it in a while i must be dying <laughs> and you are because, you are i mean you're cleaning your you you're, cleaning, you are you're, you're cleaning your you're vagina you? in this way i could use it so <laughs> I can't. Or all okay, y'all. We're supposed to be talking about hot topics. This is not a hot topic. We talk about. I mean, it is a hot this topic. Is a hot topic. This is it's a hot, hot topic. topic. Bussies and pussies. Okay, come on. I don't on. know. Maybe I gotta graduate to that. Maybe in a couple of years. Well, maybe like I'm ready. With your man looking that far, he needs something untainted. He needs something untouched. Listen, well, he your... he doesn't. He doesn't seem. I mean, he's never not requested interested. or anything. Yeah. yeah, he don't seem interested. So. It's just your and, curiosity about the kill the cat. I mean, I want to be prepared. If I decide to, I gotta know. I gotta I'm, get the fleet. Don't use this the same. Thing. A different podcast. This is turning into a different podcast. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. It's off book. He, he looking at you now, like, what the fuck are oh, you talking is, about? This is Ezzy. Ezzy oh. walked in. Oh god. Oh. Okay. So hot topics. Okay, just off the off the rip, we're gonna work backwards. Okay. okay. So just yesterday they announced that James Monroe, Igle Hart, who'll be in every single Broadway show, who's also lost a, a, a significant amount of weight, it seems. Um, is that my alarm to my phone? Hold on, y'all. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll I'll answer that later. Um, James Monroe Iglehart will be Billy Flynn in Broadway's uh, Chicago. He's moving over to Chicago. He's been how in... many dressing rooms does the man have? Okay, Free... well, Freestyle Love Supreme just closed, so he's no they longer. They just closed, so he doesn't have two. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I mean, now he Good do got two. Because you think he's not gonna uh, end up in another go right show? back to right? Go yeah. right back to fucking. Uh, he said eight Hamilton. shows. Eight shows. I must. I must. What other show is he in? Hamilton. Free, oh, free wow. seller. He was the genie. You know, I feel like he he's the genie. He's uh, who is he? Thomas Jeff? No, no, no. He's a. Uh, he was, was he in uh, Hamilton? He was. He, he was, was George Washington. Washington or George yeah, Washington. Thomas Jefferson. Ah. He's, Thomas. he's Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. Just do you want to say hello? Hey, hello. Hello. Even though. Um, but okay, James Earl has been in every. All the shits, and um, now he is Billy Flynn in Chicago. So he can come over on vacation, swing a Book of Mormon. I'm sure they love to. Have oh, I'm him. sure, and I'm sure, and I'm sure and he, he would get, do he it. Yeah, yeah and he would play it, and he'll play Elder Price. And welcome James Monroe Iglehart as a vacation swing. He is he is swinging all the shows on Broadway. Oh goodness, <laughs> seriously. I don't know how um, I've never seen him perform live since he's been on every show. <laughs> I've never actually seen him live. I saw him on the, I remember seeing him on the Tonys for Aladdin. I mean, he killed that shit. Mm-hmm. He's a showman for sure. Aladdin. So uh, final performances Aladdin. of Lynn Adams' Clyde started streaming. So you can buy a streaming ticket to see the show each night uh, mm-hmm. for the final 16 performances through January 16th. I like that. Um, I, I like that too. I think that's really clever. And I think it's, I mean, it's what people should be doing if they can't afford to do so. Like, can I watch um, it while I'm doing my show? I mean, I'm sure that you can, but I don't know you if you can like. Oh, you can't pause. No, it's live. Damn. You had a screen record. <laughs> I mean, but I they probably got. That. They probably got that thing, like you know how Netflix and Amazon, you try and screen record and it just go black. No, I didn't know that. Didn't you try know. to if you try to screenshot on your phone if you're watching something, you try to screenshot something on Netflix or whatever. It, it just be black. It just be black. Wow. wow. Did yeah. not know that. But they might not be that advanced in the theater. So just mute, beat that out. Bleep that this whole thing out. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> I ain't gonna bleep it, but you know, just don't do it and get caught. Just don't get caught, y'all. Um yeah, so check that out if you can. Uh the play began in November and it's about to close here uh January 16th. Mm-hmm. Limited run with Uzo Aduba. Um Broadway's Mrs. Doubtfire takes a nine-week hiatus like mm-hmm. uh, what i didn't know that march they said pause we'll be back in march so january 10th through march 14th uh performances are canceled like they're on a hiatus uh and they will resume march 15th uh producers hope the hiatus will will allow the show to avoid a full closure as the company battles through cases of COVID 19 mm. um yeah the hiatus follows a much more brief um break last month last month they um 
they stopped performances. Uh, uh, they yeah, they stopped performances. They started performances back on December twenty second, and the production um, was down for like a week or so. Uh, Kevin McCullum, who is you know Broadway producer with all the money, so he got money to keep the show open if he wanted to and. Mm whatever. Um, Kevin McCollum says, Ms. Doubtfire has been in development for six years. We're doing everything in our power to keep the virus from prematurely ending our run on Broadway. By taking this break, we can afford to launch an extended run starting in March. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, do you think that's smart? Do you think it's, what do you guys think about that? Taking a nine week break? I think it's smart for, uh, because if they take a nine week break, I'm assuming that they don't have to pay anyone. So, um, it's smart for the producers. It sucks for the actors. I mean, maybe they're, I highly doubt they're paying the actors because if they're paying the actors then they may as well stay open. But I don't know, contractually, the actors are still obligated to, um, you know, like if you were to book something, you know, I don't know. What can you book besides TV and film? Like you can't book another Broadway show right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you book Mm -hmm. TV and film in the interim of the nine weeks, I'm assuming that you're going to be able to go and do that. You know, I think that you'd have to sign some type of writer because there's a nine week gap in your employment. But producer wise, if I don't have to pay anyone in the building and I just have to pay, I'm assuming they're paying rent, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, then I think it's a smart move if you can afford it because that's essentially what we did during COVID. All those shows just stopped paying everyone and then they just paid for the building, I guess. Um, okay. Well, I mean, that's, I that's one way I to do it. I might be wrong as hell. I might be wrong. That's one way to do it. Paradise Square pushes back Broadway start and opening night instead of uh, you know moving forward with their original dates. Um, they've pushed back. Uh, their previews are now set to begin March 15th ahead of a april 3rd opening night at the barrymore um and i'm looking at this picture what is what is the tony uh requirement to open because it also sounds like all this stuff has to do probably also with like the like the set number of performances you have to do to qualify for tony's yeah so it um the date is usually in April. april got it okay um their their cutoff is you know uh, like a week before they announce the nominations, nominations Got usually it. announced at the beginning of May. Got the show's the beginning of June. Yeah. Got it. So um, with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about a uh, 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 Paradise Square, and Jakina looks really great in this photo, this production shot, just FYI. But and she's also singing in this music. So I'm, I like the musical. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it. So I'm glad that they are taking precautions to push back their their start in their opening night. So. When they do come, check, make sure you to check them. Make sure to check them out. COVID is really just—it's tearing us up. It is eating it's us back. up. <laughs> like it's, it is, it is eating us up and spitting us out. Yeah. Like, okay, girl, what's your yeah. next? Um, Lim, uh, I said Lim Manuel Miranda. Um, freestyle I was about to call Freestyle Love Supreme Lim Manuel Miranda. <laughs> that was. <so> <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda has closed. Right, that's I literally that's literally what I was about to say. He's closed his doors. Um, He's no longer writing the same songs. <laughs> for every production. I, I love you, Lin. I didn't say it. I, and y'all know I love Lin. I love Lin, but I be watching these movies and I'm like, I this never change. Like and Canto sound like the same. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Vivo, Vivo be rocking off. You like Vivo, right? Mm-hmm. You want to give us a, a sample? Sing a song? If you all like that, won't you pass the hat? Ride along like that, won't you pass the hat? If you all like that, won't you pass the hat? If you all like that, won't you pass the hat? If you all like that, won't you pass the hat? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good job. Um, okay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Epilogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so a waitress closed. Um Freestyle Love Supreme to... closed. Um <laughs> Thoughts closed early. Oh, thoughts closed. So y'all, y'all know I did that interview right before the holidays, right? Yeah. Yep. And I literally was on an interview with Shirley <laughs> Ralph an hour later. Yeah. They closed the show. Yep. Like we on there talking about people get their tickets and how it's one of the only shows that's still open. 
that they need to go and support. Dang, so she didn't even know her show was closing. I don't even think she knew. Because, you know, that's a decision that the lead producer has to make. Yeah. And yes, they have to have a producer's meeting. Mm -hmm. But I don't even think she really knew. Or maybe she was just, you know, she was just going with the flow. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But that also is disappointing and it's it's saddening just because they had just announced those understudies to sign on and make their Broadway debut in January. And um, yeah, Thoughts of a Color Man just closed December 23rd out of nowhere. Um, well, I shouldn't say out of nowhere because COVID has been running rampant, but yeah. <laughs> and they was like, you know what? They had Keenan on one night because he was a playwright and he had the, the script in his hand right. and he went on for um, the character Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And he went on and they said he was supposed to be going on for the rest of the week. Mm. Um, and they just decided to close. So I don't know, man. That's just mm-hmm. so, that's so crazy. You know, they had that. They, there was a little understudy revolution for, for, for 10 seconds. There's a little like, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, we never even talked about what Charlotte no, said. We, huh? we Oh my God. So there's, there's been Charlotte some said something crazy and motherfuckers then acted like they didn't know, they know what uh, activism is. <laughs> I just was like, but the, the performance, the performances went on. The performance. Like, I don't need your entire, I don't need you to list your entire swing resume. I believe Oh my God, you. everybody has something to say about swing and understudy. Like, I'm like haven't we all understudy? understudy? I've never swung. Little girl, you gotta I've never stop. swung. You gotta stop. Uh, Kim is like, uh, Ezzy, you have to go. <laughs> you have to get out of here. <laughs> like, I can't take it anymore. You have to go. <laughs> Thank you. And she mad too. Look at her. She mad. Brussels. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You just got to stop making noise. Your brows is all ruffled. Her waves are all awry. Uh-huh. <laughs> now my waves are awry. <laughs> I can't. No, but uh, yeah, the swings, the swings and the, I've never swung, but I have understudied several times, not mm-hmm. Broadway. But it's a, I mean, it's a hard, it's swinging, of course, is extremely, extremely difficult, yeah. you know. Um, and I wouldn't wish you, it on nobody. I mean, the sw- some people love it. I mean, you have to have the brain for it. It's exciting. Mm-mm. You get a rush, you know, and some people don't. But most people who swing, like, that's their their gig is they swing a right. lot. Like, that's their thing. But they are, you know, depending on the show that you're in, that you can, they can be very undervalued and underappreciated but mm-hmm. um but yeah i i felt like there were bigger f- fish to fry we received an email that said that equity was i mean that the broadway league was trying to propose uh six i don't know how many shows i can't recall but a crazy amount six weeks six weeks of leave without paying their people that was the proposal Six so weeks six, I think it was six. I, I may let me let me make sure because I might be misquoting. But it was wait, I sent this in a chat. Let me wait, you said yeah. who said this? Broadway League? The Broadway League. So they sent an email as you gotta take that away from the mic. Thank you. They said it is a uh, little Ezra. Ezra. I said take it away. Thank okay, you. Mike. It says. The league recently offered all unions a proposal that included requiring boosters, codifying daily testing, and allowing the employer to cancel up to 16 performances without pay. While equity was considering countering this proposal to include more sick time for booster side effects and other measures, another union said they would not accept this proposal without additional financial information from the league. The league withdrew the entire proposal from all unions rather than opening their books hmm. so rather than opening their financials because you know we don't get the grosses anymore so mm-hmm. we can't see what the shows are making mm-hmm. so we we and that is directly aligned with their COVID protocols there's a lot of shows that are only doing rapid tests at you know at the shows they're not doing PCRs a lot of shows are not testing above the minimum even though they can probably afford mm-hmm. to do so and so since they're they're trying to offer just a blind 16 performances with no pay, but not opening up what they're actually bringing. And they, the fact that they completely close their books to the unions is insane. That, and and the, the fact that they're allowed to do that is insane. 
I mean, they're not. And I mean, to me, I was like, equity always about to, no, 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 no. Equity always be coming to the table. The other unions, the stagehand union, musician union, all them other unions in the house, they be like, oh, no, we got to see the, 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 they're much stronger unions. Mm -hmm. And that is why equity was ready to come to the table and say, well, what we, how about we do this? The other union said, uh, yeah, you said that, but let's see the money. And the Broadway League said, oh, absolutely not. And withdrew the entire thing. Hmm. That to me is that's more, news. that's news. That's, that's news. something not what that some silly white woman said. Yeah, and also her job is the president. It is, it is commonplace that a president of a organization doesn't know what the quote unquote little people do. Like she has nothing to do with actors and swings and how the shows are necessarily run in house. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like CEOs move from, you could be the CEO of Xerox and you could go to be the CEO of, you know, Whole Foods or something. Because you've just been, you know how to run a company. It has nothing to do with the actual product of the company. Mm -hmm. So people are like, well, she doesn't know. I'm like, no, we don't know what her job is. Not to make an excuse for what she said, but it's like, yeah, she's ignorant to this. It doesn't have anything really to do with what she does on a day-to-day basis. What she said was ignorant, but it's like, whatever. But this is the shit I think that people should be upset about. But don't nobody read these emails? They do not read the emails. (laughs) They only read the hot the hot topics on Instagram. So, so and because this it. became a thing on Twitter, um, that and this is what people were in up for about. Charlotte was asked, during last week's strings of shutdowns, shows took a range of approaches to canceling and rescheduling performances. Why might one show cancel through Christmas and another cancel before showtime but, the, but return the next day? Hmm. She said, my educated guess is the newer shows may have understudies that aren't as efficient in delivering the role as the lead is. Some of the older shows have more experienced understudies and more experienced swings. I know one show last week where the lead was out, the understudy was on vacation. The swings were covering other parts and they just didn't have enough people to stand in. Some shows have stronger protocol protocols than others. They test twice a day instead of once a day, whether they believe it is the right, whatever they believe is the right thing for their show. And every show is completely different. Um, from if they kiss and how much dancers and performers might spit to how many people are in a case uh, or in a cast to to are in a cast to how crowded backstage is. OK, they could have used some punctuation here. Um, what I do know is that everybody understands it is in nobody's best interest to cheat or risk or to risk because nobody wants industry shut down or their shows to shut down. Um, so people were in uproar about her, her comments about understudies. And they quickly jumped on her and they want her out of here. They want her out of here. Charlotte had to issue an apology. Um, it's, she very, had it's giving, you have no power here, be gone. We don't have no power over the Broadway League. <laughs> right. They I mean, still um, didn't, you remember they were like, denounce Scott Rudin. They didn't say not a goddamn thing. And wasn't going to say nothing. No. Why would they? They don't have to. Mm-hmm. I just want everyone to keep the same energy that they have when it comes to understudies and swings because I'm like, a person can make that sort of ignorant comment because the culture of how we actually treat understudies and swings is mm-hmm. pervasively toxic mm-hmm. from the beginning. So it's like all these people who now want to have these beautiful sanctimonious moments of, I appreciate my understudy. I'm like, I remember the culture that is still prevalent today where the understudies and swings are in completely different dressing rooms, right? Like, 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 and, or don't, they don't even get a dressing room, right? right. Don't get, like producers are trying to stick up for understudies. I'm like, you don't pay them as much. My beautiful birthday twin, um, uh, Hugh Jackman is giving all this love to somebody who filled in for Sutton Foster, but the next day he got COVID and his understudy didn't go on. They shut that show down. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> so we have to also be real about the fact that like, there's like a toxic culture about like we don't actually like and this is well like theater is known for performing there yeah, they, this is a performance industry on and off the stage right and People we will don't make up a storyline in a minute right. and so try to this, sell it to you exactly and so if this maybe helps the culture of like actually treating understudies and swings with the proper respect i'm all for that but i'm just no. coming like, but like but from producers to fellow actors to audience actors members. be actors be that's yeah, the other to thing to audience members yeah exactly to audience members i'm like we do not treat these people with the same amount of respect so what charlotte really did was reflect actually the culture that we've let that a lot of people have been Thank you know you. perpetuating and Thank so you. to pretend like what do you mean what do you mean i'm like 
you know that you've got like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I've sat next to some artists when we sit in the audience, like, ah, I'm not seeing the lead. Ah, mm -hmm. I'm not seeing the celebrity. Ah, so it's like all of us need to really think about the culture that we've really been perpetuating. And, mm -hmm. and furthermore, I agree with everything you said. Furthermore, I'm sorry, I screenshotted another thing from this email that I think is very important and is a lot more important than this ignorant, ill-informed Ill comment that she said, because all the shows close based off of coverage. That's yeah. basically, it. if you don't have enough coverage, you have to shut down. If you don't have enough testing, you have to shut down or you should. But in this email, it says it has come to light that we are not getting timely or complete information regarding positive cases at your shows. This is a violation of the safety protocols and we are pursuing it with the employers and with the Broadway League. Producer. While we do not require equity members to share their health information with the union, a more complete picture of your workplace would help us make a stronger case in these negotiations. If you'd like to know about COVID positive cases at your workplace, you can report them without names attached to your business rep. So basically, there are shows that are having positive cases, and they're still going on. Mm -hmm. And they're and they're which is a direct violation of the safety protocols that were put in place, the minimum of safety protocols. So there are shows that are getting positive results and not informing the cast members until after a show is over or people performing with people with positive cases at different, that's what that means. That mm. is important. Right, because this that, is all distraction. Yeah, that's that's to me, that's, a, that's what she said. She was, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? The, the real problem is that there are, yes, there are shows that are shutting down. Yes, there are shows that are really doing the right thing, but there are also shows that are doing the wrong thing. There are people who are being, their health is being compromised based off of a producer protocol that's in their house. Mm -hmm. But people aren't talking about that. You're just worried about someone's opinion about a swing or an understudy. This check still clears, y'all. Mm -hmm. what about the COVID safety protocols in your in your houses what are y'all advocating for better testing like what is the deal is no one communicating what there's what our house does versus what wicked does versus what hamilton does versus what whatever you know what is even open anymore lion king does ain't nobody talking about that right but you know whatever so it's well, you know, topic. we got a new, uh, we got a black executive director for equity now. That's okay. awesome. Okay. Let me ask her, her, him, them. Him. I think it's his a name him. Is, so him. It's, uh, Actors Equity has association is named Alvin Vincent Jr. as its new executive director. Alvin, right. I have a fucking gripe. Okay. <laughs> not you, not you called <laughs> his name. Not, not, you, I'm not you just meeting him and complaining. Right. Well, Alvin. You know, heavy as the head, my nigga. Heavy as the head. Congratulations, right. Alvin. Alvin. Now, <laughs> these insurance week requirements that have been increased. Mm -hmm. I was barely that. making them the first. We was barely making them before. Barely making them before. You are killing us, equity. You are killing us, equity. You are literally killing killing us. And this man come food and commercial workers internationally. Alvin. Again, it's the same thing with Charlotte, right? That's equity members vote for the same love thing. of God. Yeah. His background is his experience is working with like in within a company. He doesn't have to have actor experience. Right. Well, I'm not saying that he do, but like, wouldn't it be nice to have <laughs> an executive director? He's taking the look. If is what is who would who would be qualified? Like, we can act for 20 years and you're not a retired. Qualified to be I mean, a retired actor, a but, someone that but, used to uh, work, you know, in, in production or. But a retired you know. actor, what do they know about executive directing a, a trade union? True. That's the well, catch twenty two. It's maybe like they, maybe they need a co uh, co position to where one person is one thing and the other person the other thing, so they can match. I mean, I think that's why they have also just like other equity representatives to also speak with those people, right? You know what I mean? Like, so there are also like you know there are different. But they like, all in bed with the oppressor. With the league, because they don't have no money. They have to be in bed with the league right. because half of our union does not work and we don't have increasing dues. Like SAG, the more, well, we have work dues, but like, you know, with SAG, the more you work, the more dues you pay. 
Mm-hmm. Equity, you pay your dues, you pay your working dues. I think the working dues actually are capped. So like if you are making an insane amount of money at equity, like per week, like let's say you're making $25,000 a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's an insane amount of money. Or maybe it might be more than that. I don't know. But that person doesn't pay working dues. They're capped. Right. So the swings, the ensembles, the, the people making, you know, I, me, we are paying the working dues, but the people making the big money, the stars, they're not paying working dues. So, That's fucking crazy. Alvin. <laughs> Alvin. Alvin. For the, the, the millennials. <laughs> Lord Jesus. And somebody oh told goodness. me that. I don't think that's a rumor. Somebody in a in a good, a legit position told me about those those dues that do shit. I had no idea. I had no idea. Mm-mm-mm. It doesn't even make sense. But the the union don't have no nothing, freaking nothing money. Nothing makes sense anymore. It's nothing no money. That's sense. why they're at the whim of the producers. They don't have no. But I do. I also do want to say that this whole understudies and these house this shit just sort of like uh you know flamed up out of nowhere is a very much so prime example of what I was saying the last time we were on the show where everybody gets on their soapbox mm-hmm. to talk about some shit and they all talk into the choir. Yes. Like you go girl. To, like, uh. huh? This is why, this is why y'all have projects, musical projects and plays and stuff that nobody come and support because not you're, you're not sure. No, no, no. This is what I'm talking about. When you have music, when you, especially especially theater artists this is what I've noticed when theater artists release like music or they do something mm-hmm. outside of the box that they're writing something or they're creating something the mm-hmm. only people that support them are their friends are the people that they have attached themselves and bubbled themselves into in this particular industry or become associated with mm-hmm. it's are their it's their friends because mm-hmm. and that's what in my mind okay I'm trying to like connect this all together mm-hmm. it's you have to get outside of your bubble. You cannot create a fan base. You cannot create connection with people if you are not connecting with real people beyond the people that you know in your industry. So like you're saying, you're performing for or creating this stuff for a particular audience, particular people. Well, when is the last time you had a conversation with these people that you say that you're creating for? When is the last time that you had a actual relationship, out, a friendship outside of our bubble? The theater. Yeah, like that's what I think people are missing. And the disconnect is so prevalent that even when the music is good and when things are great mm. nobody listens to it because you haven't connected with them in so long mm. they don't they they don't feel drawn to your work unless they can see themselves and we all know that um mm. and i feel as though that that's we get on this this theater mode where we this is what we want to do we want to pursue broadway and blase blase and then we isolate ourselves because mm. the discipline sort of requires that in a way mm. but we have to be mindful of making sure that we don't lose that connection. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on, I'm on yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so like, I wanna see y'all win. I wanna see us win. Um, but y'all gotta get off, get out this, cause there should be no reason why and we- And we gotta stop today. being so reactive. It's oh my, like, there should have no reason why we spent four and five days talking about understudies. I'm like, not we see you coming out of the woodwork. Out of we nowhere. see you. We see you crept. It was like the ring. They crept out <laughs> like the golem. Like yeah. the golem. Like they, they, they came. I said, stop it. Like the golem. It was like, what? Get out said, of here. Like we why see. Are where you were you? Yes. Why? Why are you here? And we what see happened to Charlotte. Thousand dollars that you got from the seed fund. Right. What happened? To, well, Where's how much was it? One hundred fifty thousand. How much was it? It was one hundred fifty thousand. I think it was, I believe it was $150,000. No. Is that tax free? I don't know what it was. I'll never see that ever again. I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not the best, you know, I, I don't be going to the equity town halls and shit. I done logged out. I just go to work and I clock And they also in. said that Charlotte make a lot of, Charlotte make a lot of money though. Yeah, she makes, yes, because she's yeah. the president of the Broadway. Broadway really? Really? What is she supposed to make? A little bit of money? Like, look, if we really act like we don't understand capitalism, like we really be out here like (gasps) gasp, shock, awe, like time to research. They make a lot of money, bruh. Like, 
like the leads in your like I don't understand like y'all be t- I don't get it like, like you want to make they taking home yeah like you if right. you you want to be paid like we black people right you want to be you want to be you got to pay me like you got to pay black people to ask them a question about their fucking hair nowadays like no nah, I'm not giving you any information <laughs> you have to pay me sweetie but these people is getting paid too like if you're going to participate mm-hmm. in capitalism at least at least stop pretending like you don't know how the fuck this works of course she makes money she's the president of the broadway league like any individual who on a regular basis engage in business with the league or its members in relation to the operation of broadway or out of town theater or producing or presenting of qualifying productions on broadway or out of town theaters such as press agents merchandisers professional service providers i'm just looking up how to become a member of the broadway league oh mm-hmm. yeah so it I doesn't say anything about posting on Instagram. It's a national, it's a right. national organization. <laughs> you know, like we don't be knowing shit about shit, but it's just over here, work, it's time to at least Google search. It's time yeah. to at least do the do the minimum. Like if you're looking to and stop being so reactive and who and stop caring about if Charlotte's comments really bothered you. And I understand we're in a heated time. COVID sucks. It's very stressful. And mm. people are really trying to do their jobs. And it's very hard to be a swing. It's very hard to be understudy. I mean, someone went on literally, they were in rehearsal that day and went on that evening. Mm. Like it, it is, it is difficult. Destiny came back, had her in rehearsal for somebody, came back and did the did the the track that 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 night and the next day and the next day you know like it is hard but if you won't let that woman who knows nothing about what you do shake you then i, I don't know i don't i don't know what it's planet not even, that, it's not even that, that that it shook her it gave it gave them an opportunity to feel seen almost like no to feel seen to complain to put themselves on a, on a, a pedestal. There's a new to, documentary being made about undersized and swings right now. Just sure. because of that comment, you, you better believe it. Get the fuck out of here! I gotta it's, go. It's, it's a clickbait. It's a clickbait. You better topic believe now. it. There's a new because I believe there's a documentary oh, oh some time ago that was made about swings and understudies. I could be wrong, right? Like I thought like, it was like, it was really good. I believe so. I believe seeing it was a, about musical theater. I think it's mostly focused on musical theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is a very interesting process. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. watch somebody do it. I'm amazed, but like, you know, I, I don't know. I had to, I, had to study um, Michael Kilgore in the, the first, first Noel, Noel, and I had to go on. Child, it was the worst yeah. experience of my life. I shouldn't say worst. Why was the worst? I did great, but I was just so. You felt unprepared. I was. Is, I just never done it before. Like, yeah, like, and Michael to sing behind Michael Kilgore. Yeah, that's a voice. Yeah, (laughs) like it's it's very. I don't know. I'm Eve Harrington though, because I'm over here. Like, bitch, I will steal your part. I'm like, (laughs) I'm I'm like. (laughs) Well, I think it's hard, right? Because I think the culture of also how they rehearse a lot of swings and understudies, right? They don't get they don't get equal time. They don't get equal respect, and they don't get. They don't. It's not. It'd be different if they were literally up here doing. They don't prepare you, but expect you to be prepared. Exactly, like double cast yeah. rehearsing, where it's like, okay, you you rehearse during the day, the leads rehearse during the day, the understudies rehearse the nights with the associate director, and so that so that you could literally be ready and feel comfortable. Yeah, but it, but it just doesn't work that way. It's just too and much like should. right. Yeah, you get your understudy rehearsal. What is it? Once a month, and then they alternate parts. But if you're a swing, like if you're an understudy, it's like yeah. okay, you're understudying a couple of roles. Yeah, damn. I think that like up to two, I don't know. The I don't know. You understudy oh, a few for, for, for for Thoughts of a Color Man, there were two understudies for all those roles. Yeah, yeah. and they, so that, I mean, that's the most that's difficult. That's not enough. That's too much. I've understudied people talking to each other all the yeah. time and that is hard. Like yeah. I was essentially in a one woman show in rehearsing. Yeah. Because there's just, yeah. I mean, what they do is extremely hard and I, I, I don't want to do that. So, don't do it. Um, you know, kudos, shout out to all the understudies. It is hard. It is valid work. People love it. Like y'all do good. Y'all do amazing work. I've seen understudies and swings go on and have not missed a beat. When I saw Shuffle Along, I didn't see no Audra. I didn't see her. I saw Darlicia. Darlicia and I know was good. Her, and she was great. She was great. And I know her name because I, I've seen her in as an understudy several times. I think I saw her once in this island. Mm-hmm. She was understudying and she is incredible. So yeah, I saw Nita I mean, Whitaker this last week uh, in Trouble of Mind in place of LaShawn's. 
Mm. Um, oh, really? Was, yeah, she was fucking excellent. <laughs> really? She was fucking excellent. I love she that. She auditioned for me before um, that woman, Nita Whitaker. So I just was aware of her. Uh, but she was really fucking excellent. So Oh, yeah. I love it. And, and there's a woman who, I don't know her name. She was in What to Send Up. Um, but she was in place of Jessica Francis Duke. Um, Cause it really just came mm. to them wanting to see my homie Jessica, but mm. I was like, okay. And then let's see what she's giving. And I, I have to get her name, but she was also really fucking excellent. Cause I'm like these, you, again, it's like Eve, they're like, let me fuck, I'm chomping at the bit to go on, you know? So, yeah. mm-hmm. so and same thing with the uh, uh, Clydes. I don't know the na- name of the man, but um, I saw him um, and this is the, this is the culture, right? Um, and, uh, and he was in place of Monsefus Jones and he was fucking excellent. See, they be out here. Yeah, Yeah. they be out here. They really do. So we love you, understudies. We just don't love performative activism. We yeah, that's that's really what it is. (laughs) I mean, I didn't really see nothing. The people that that was at work, you know, they was they was it was at work. They weren't yeah, they were grandstanding. It was like I don't have time to write a monologue because I have to do one because I literally have to cover. Lord Jesus. (laughs) Oh my goodness, y'all. Well, I think that's all the hot topics for today. Oh, um, I think we covered a lot of stuff. We touched on a little bit of everything. Health. Um, health. Well, listen, and pray next week that there's still a, a show? show on Broadway. <laughs> listen, we haven't closed at all. I think well, it's are, us. Are y'all and- doing the real protocols? It sounds like everyone's just. Girl. It sounds like you're actually doing real shit. I'm going to tell you what we doing. And if you listen out there and you in a Broadway show, think about what we doing and think about what y'all doing. And if it lines up, awesome. And if it doesn't, talk to your producers. So, on Tuesdays now, this is a new thing. We have to come in early and it sucks that we have to come in early, but we have to come in early before half hour to get tested prior to doing the show. And then we have a, then we take another test before that show starts on Tuesday and we give that test to um, our COVID personnel before the show starts. Those tests are couriered to a lab and blah, blah, blah. We get tested every single day pcr tested every single day if you are out of the show like let's say you call out sick or whatever then you have to get a test ahead of time before you enter back into the show and it has to be a negative test um if i mean there was an incident where eric had um eric is my partner Eric had COVID exposure. He came back with a positive test. I informed them, hey, so they tested me as soon as I, we, ha- we also test in-house. They tested me as soon as I said, hey, yo, I got a case in my house. My test came back negative. They came to my house, tested my mom, tested Ezzy. Their test came back negative. Eric went and quarantined and stuff. They tested me uh, like twice a day trying to make sure that, you know, I kept coming out negative. Like right now, Ezzy is home because she had exposure at school. So until, mm. you know, so they're gonna, you know, they test, you know, it. it's everything is fine until like, you know, if she comes out positive, that's a different thing, but they are really on top of it. And they encourage us to be very open with our exposure and our da 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 da, but we are PCR tested every single day. And that does take a lot of money. So like a newer show probably wouldn't be able to afford those protocols but an older show 100 would they just have to be willing to devote the costs so yeah and if you have an if you have a positive test you're out for 10 days or yeah for 10 days even though the cdc is the five and the five you're out you know so that's that's our thing and we haven't closed at all well amen so if you can okay. afford it, do that. Well, y'all hear that. Let's see if it, you know, continues to work for y'all. We hope that it does. Child, I hope. But I feel like it's coming. It feel like a like a, right, it's like sneaking a up dark on you. cloud. It's just like. <laughs> and y'all open like last. We open November. Yeah, November 5th. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. prayfully that it keeps working for y'all. Um, and it, all y'all stay home. Just stay home. Just don't go nowhere. Just stop going places. <laughs> Yeah, just stop going places. I don't know. Just I was stop. trying to go to the Caribbean. I was trying to get the fuck out of here. No, I mean, just different. You, you go ahead, go on your vacation. I'm talking about if you got a job, if you at work, just just go to work and go home yeah. and watch some Netflix. Um, I do want <laughs> to talk about, too, uh, last week we lost a member of our community, Maurice Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, Maurice. Maurice Murphy was such a bright, 
light of of a talent and um he was a part of um he was an understudy on uh putnam county spelling bee mm-hmm. um, that's his first show for, right that was his first show mm-hmm. um he was a part of leap of faith uh with leslie odom jr he was also in motown the musical um and sings down when i tell you he squalls oh he's incredible um, in in absolutely phenomenal mm. um yeah and so we lost him this past week and we had a, a memorial celebration open mic on monday of this this past week um and and to give him his flowers mm. so i just want to take a moment of silence for maurice murphy Yeah, we love you, brother. Um, mm-hmm. You are Broadway Black, and we will never forget you. We thank you so much for your impact um, and your joyous, humble spirit. Because, you know, like I, I was uh, telling a friend of mine, like I, I say this often, dealing with niggas that never come off stage, people like Maurice were a breath of fresh air. Oh, truly, um, truly. Yeah. So, um, yes, sad, sad stuff. I don't want to end on that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't want to end on that, but I do want to um, tell y'all to do y'all jobs. <laughs> Email us. <laughs> Email us uh, at the Offbook Broadway, at the Offbook email. So offbook at broadwayblack.com. You can email us your questions, your mm-hmm. comments. I know y'all got something to say about what we've been talking about. I Hit us so. up. I Shit. love seeing your team. Argue. Thank y'all for tagging us on Instagram yeah. and showing us, you know, what how we inspire you and what the show does for you. What you say, Kim? I said, argue. Are you like, yeah, come on. <laughs> come chat with us. Come, you know, tell us your stories and, and email us at uh, offbook at broadwayblack.com. We'll start taking those letters. I think I do have a couple in there, but we'll start taking them next week. Um, okay. You know, let them compile up a little bit. Um, so y'all send in your emails, Andrew Shade, or Andrew Shade, that's my email. Offbook <laughs> at broadwayblack.com. You don't give out your personal email. Please. I have given, I'm going to bleep it. Please bleep send. It. I'm going to bleep it. I'm going to bleep it. me at this me. number. I already get two And visit emails. me at this address. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, let me just go ahead and end the show right here before y'all try to get too bold. Uh, <laughs> I don't know your address. Thank y'all. I don't either. <laughs> thank y'all so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of Offbook presented to you by Broadway Black. We've hit our mark and we've done it right now. I'm Drew Shade. I'm Ngozi Ayon. I'm Kim Exum. And then we've just gone off book, y'all. We out of here. Get, don't listen. They've gone off off book today. So <laughs> I have to go back to this and bleep. Wasn't that stuff. bad? It was very informative. Get your colon checked. Get your pap smear. Look up how to get into the equity. Yes. Bring the police and bed. read a book and Google it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that you Look, you learned a lot of stuff today, y'all. We be God, they about to be, they about to be like, oh my God, she's so fucking light skinned. Abolish her. <laughs> Get her out of here. Lock her up. Her waves are awry. Her waves are alive. Kim's privilege is showing. <laughs> Miss it is, Kim. Y'all. I just want to clean, I just want a clean block. <laughs> yeah, but think about who made the block unclean. And we don't want the crack. Else. What you talking about? Yeah, the who put the crack is. there? Who put the crack there? I'm not, doing, I'm not doing this <laughs> government shit. What do you want me to do? What's y'all? Heroin needles, the crack, the lean. I can't. Y'all, we <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org, because only together we rise.